Joining me now for a look at the day's market activity is Nick Kunza from Sunlam Private Wealth. Nick, always lovely to have you on with us. Now, Red October is finally behind us and we're starting to see some positive um, sentiment filter through to riskier assets. Can you just talk us through the factors fueling this positive mm. momentum? Hmm. Let's, uh, let's hope we don't jinx it. It was coming out of uh, not just a, a red October, as you said, but uh, actually a, a pretty much red September and in August. It's been a long, long time since you had three down months in a row. So tough time for JSC shareholders. And, and it wasn't just the JSC. It was also, you know, globally. But, um, certainly uh, the, the recent events in the Middle East contributing to it, higher oil prices, you name it. But anyway, fast forward a few days, it's uh, all about the central banks. You know, we had uh, Bank of Japan out on uh, on Tuesday with, uh, you know, very, very sort of dovish sort of stance. So we had the Mr. Powell last night, I think you said so in your intro, um, also holding pat on, on, on rates and being a little bit dovish. Bank of England today and also, uh, you know, and just in general, earnings season also being okay. So, so far, uh, must be said, though, coming off quite a low base, mm -hmm. uh, the market uh, seeing a little bit of green and a little bit of that risk on sort of uh, attitude, certainly the last few days. So I guess we can't get too happy too soon. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll, we'll take the green when we get it. Mm -hmm. But uh, look, there's a lot of risks out there. We all know that, the, mm. the, you know, what's going on in the Middle East. We all, you know, almost sort of forgotten about what's happening with Russia and Ukraine almost two years later. And then, then notwithstanding the fact that inflation's with us, you know, mm -hmm. high interest rates. We all look at our uh, credit card statements every month. You know, it's getting more and more expensive here in South Africa, the price of oil, etc. Uh, th those risks still remain. But uh, for now, though, markets are cyclical. They tend to look through the different cycles. And, and there seems to be a little bit of, uh, I guess, a bit of sort of green shoots out there mm -hmm. that maybe just through the cycle, we would have seen the top of the interest rates for now. Um, they're going to be here for a while, but we, we're probably not going to see any more interest rate rises. And, uh, you know, I own SAR in a couple of weeks, I think 21st to 22nd, they're meeting too. And also, again, no interest rate rise expected, uh, which would be a nice Christmas present if they keep them on hold. So you're on the um, the side where you you don't really expect any um, interest rate hikes this year from the Fed, even considering how um, resilient that economy is, how resilient the labour market is. Yeah, I mean that's that's a very good point. Uh, the, the U.S. economy is very resilient, exactly as you said. I mean, uh, unemployment rate, which we'll know more tomorrow. Non-farm numbers due tomorrow. That's the big one for the for the month. Uh, expected, you know, unemployment rate still, you know, easily under four percent. It's a remarkable story. Mm. But you know, must remember that uh, interest rate rises and the velocity at which they've raised rates uh, is unprecedented. And that's going to take a little while to feed through. It might take anywhere between sort of 12 and 18 months. So there's a real lag effect with, uh, you know, with uh, with the, the pulling back of, of the money, the easy money. Um, and that's going to take a while to hit the consumer. For now, resilient, as you said, but uh, I imagine they're starting to take, a, they will certainly starting to take effect in the next few months. So I think it's the right decision, you know, yeah, just just pause for now. Let's see how it goes. Uh, when the consumer starts to feel the pinch a little bit, you can always loosen it from then. But for now, I think we're done. That's my call. Bank of England was also out with um, a rates decision today, also keeping rates unchanged. Now, the situation on that front is quite different. That economy not performing well. What's your sentiment or what, what have you made rather of this move? And do you think they're at the end of their tightening cycle? 
So the Bank of England and and, and the sort of the UK economy is in a slightly different space. You know, they Brexit definitely hurt them. Uh, outside the European Union is causing sort of more problems than they would like. So that's slightly in effect. And and obviously at the end of the the sort of where they are at the end of the sort of uh, the gas pipeline as well. You know, gas prices were elevated last year. They're heading back into winter. Their cost of living crisis, as they're calling it, is 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 a lot more elevated than we're seeing in Europe. Um, and they don't have the the sort of luxury. Of a, of a big European Union behind them, so you know they're, they're, they're Mr. Bailey at the Bank of England. They've got a, quite a tough job trying to pull these levers and keep inflation under control. So I think they're also getting there as well. We're not going to see another interest rate rise from them, but they are, we need to watch this space. They're on a slightly, uh, I guess, a riskier environment when it comes to the inflation outlook compared to Europe. Let's get to the local front. Subanye out with an update today. Urbida for the third quarter down at 64% on the back of those lower metal prices. Now, Subanye is not the only one feeling the pain when it comes to these lower metal prices. A lot of the PGM counters have also reported downbeat profits recently. Nick, do you see value um, in platinum players? Or are, you, like, are we riding the wave to wait for the next boom in prices? So, so platinum counters, PGMs, the whole commodity basket, very, very cyclical. We know it here in South Africa, you have the good years and the bad years and, and as the economies ebb and flow. So we are probably near the bottom of the cycle. It's about near the first uh, you know, a week or two ago to come out and actually sort of mothball one, a couple of their shops. So, uh, you know, that was fairly evident in a trading update today, also talking about, uh, you know, the lower rhodium, the lower sort of uh, the, the palladium prices as well, also knocking them. So I would hesitate to say we're probably near the bottom of the cycle, um, what they're doing, but it do is going to take a while to recover and we need the world economy to turn around as well. So it's, it's cyclical, maybe near the bottom, I'm not quite sure if we're there yet. But uh, early indications, Sabanya with the first move, uh, with uh, closing a couple of shafts for now. So the PGM players, not something you're kind of liking right now. What are you liking? What's your stock pick today? Okay, so what I, well, let me just create. We do like the PGMs, <laughs> but we just might get them cheaper for now. Okay. Um, but uh, what I, but uh, what what are we liking at the moment? Uh, Salem, we like we like the financials. I thought that was a really well measured, uh, thoughtful, brilliant budget, uh, very well received. Look mm -hmm. at the RAND uh, as a guidance to what the you know what the global players think of it. Nice and strong today too. So we're going with the banks. Uh, and in our particular case, we like First RAND. We uh, added it to our, our global portfolios a few weeks ago. Um, the best sort of uh, management of capital at the moment. Uh, their loan book is, is half the size of the others, not growing as uh, nearly as fast. Uh, and their return on equity has also been pretty good now too. So under the 70 Rand level where it's trading now, uh, I think first Rand with the recovery, with the stronger Rand, with the, with the yields hopefully having peaked for now, uh, that would be my stock pick for us. Nick, thanks so much for your time and those insights. That was Nick Kinza from Sunlam Private Wealth.